On today's show, who's my favorite prospect from each of the 32 NHL teams? All that and much more on Locked On NHL Prospects. You are Locked On NHL Prospects, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome back to Locked On NHL Prospects, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. On this podcast, I break down everything prospects related for you five days a week, Monday to Friday. I'm Hattie Kalakesh. I'm a scout and prospect analyst across multiple platforms, including this one. And I've got a good show for you today. I'll be choosing my favorite prospect from each of the 32 NHL teams and sort of breaking down what I like about their game. Um... And then I'll be answering a couple of questions from our listeners uh, that were submitted on Twitter uh, at the end of this episode. So stick around for those. They were pretty interesting questions that I felt the need to, to sort of break down and answer. Um, by the way, today's show is brought to you by Bet Online. Uh, get up to the minute scores, news, updates, and all of your wagering needs in one place with betonline.net, where the game starts. So let's get right into it. I wanted to sort of break down each of these prospects in, in sort of shallow dives. I'm not going to go too deep into their games because, you know, we got to go pretty quick with uh, 32 prospects to, to cover. Um, so I'll start right here with the Anaheim Ducks. For me, the my favorite prospect on the Anaheim Ducks is Pavel Minchikov, who was drafted 10th overall just this past summer. Um, I had him 7th overall on my rankings, and people thought that 10th overall was pretty high for him. But Honestly, I, I would have gone for him higher. He was one of the best defensemen in this draft, and he's outstandingly skilled with the puck. He's tremendously gifted and, and sort of crazy around the edges, which I really like about him. Uh, he'll chase his own dump in successfully uh, as a defenseman, which is something that you rarely see and, and is pretty unique. So that's something I really like about him. He does have some defensive polishing required in this game, uh, just in terms of when to activate, when when to sort of venture into the offensive zone. This is just working on his timing and understanding sort of the time and place to be able to do these kinds of things offensively uh, would help him a lot. But the upside with Minchikov is really scary. Moving on to the Arizona Coyotes, my favorite prospect from the Coyotes is Logan Cooley, who was also drafted just this past uh, summer in the 2022 draft. He's a center, drafted third overall. He's just a wizard out there with the puck. Um, there's little that he can't do with the puck. He, he's got a lot of, of stick handling um, you know, abilities in his tool set. He's got limitless creativity. He can make pros look foolish. He's been doing pretty well this season with Minnesota in uh, the NCAA, but um, nothing that jumps out at you. He's, he's also got, you know, pretty positive defensive value. Uh, you know, as a center, that's pretty useful. I think he'll have a good impact uh, defensively as well. Um, for me, the things you need to work on are his shot and sort of making him more efficient on top of being as creative as he is. Um, if you can add some efficiency to his game and make him sort of uh, limit the flash just a tiny bit in the right areas just to make sure that he gets to the offensive zone more often and gets the puck more often so that he can let his creativity shine once he's there, will be something that he can work on. Moving on to the Boston Bruins, my favorite prospect of the Bruins is Fabian Lucell, uh, a right winger who was selected 21st overall in the 2021 NHL draft. To me, in his draft year, this was a top 10 prospect in 2021, and he slipped all the way to 21st to Boston. Um, they got great value out of this guy. Honestly, he's probably the best skater outside of the NHL right now. Um, 
his form is almost perfect. Uh, you know, ankle flexion, knee flexion, hip flexion, all of that just sort of stacks beautifully and makes him extremely fast, extremely agile, and extremely elusive. You know, everything works well in his skating. On top of that, he's a great distributor and a stick handler. Um, you know, he needs to work on his shot in order to have sort of that that third element of puck skills that would really bring him over the top and sort of bring out his defensive impact as well, sort of work on that to, to improve it. But he could be an outstanding top six winger in a couple of years. I, I see a lot of promise in Lucell. Moving on to the Buffalo Sabres. For me, the, my favorite prospect on the Buffalo Sabres is Noah Ostland, um, a center who was drafted 16th overall just this past draft. This is He was one of the smartest players in this class, just a great playmaker, um, understands the ice really well, just keeps a mental map of his surroundings and can sort of play with his back to the play effortlessly. Um, he's really good in possession of the puck. He's a great puck carrier. Uh, his skating's pretty decent as well. Now he's, he doesn't have the best shot by any margin. It's something that he really needs to work on, but he could become a really valuable offensive weapon in a couple of years, especially as a sort of playmaking uh, focused center, uh, which I think he he's going to be moving forward. Heading over to Calgary for their prospect pool. My favorite prospect from the Calgary Flames is Matthew Coronado. Um, for me, Coronado, when he was drafted in his uh, in 2021 at 13th overall, I thought, well, that's really high. Um, you know, because I had him in sort of my, my my 20s range, but he's shown a lot of promise since getting to Harvard um, in the NCAA. He's got great hands, he's got a lot of intensity and, and sort of great dual threat value. He can shoot, he can pass. Um, and also he's really good along the boards. I like about him. Uh, heading over to Carolina. Uh, the Carolina Hurricanes and and their prospect well they've had a bunch of great picks so this one was kind of tough to to break down but for me my favorite prospect from their pool is Gleb Trikhazov who was also drafted this past um, draft in 2022 at 60th overall this was actually the Carolina Hurricanes first pick of the draft now anyone who knows me I had Gleb Trikhazov in my top 10 this is a player I was really sold on he's just insanely smart just immensely intelligent he's he was one of the best shooters as well in his draft but what really drives this game is just how smart he is especially in transition he just consistently makes the right decisions to advance the puck with possession into the offensive zone either by taking the right route himself or by passing out to a teammate who has a speed differential and sort of recognizing when to delegate i've been really impressed with him um in the mhl and the vhl now he does need some polishing but for me, he's got the upside of, of a top six center uh, with a lot of offensive value and some decent but not overwhelmingly good defensive value as well. Then we go to Chicago. For me, my favorite prospect on the Chicago Blackhawks, and it's not even close, it's Frank Nazar. Nazar was my second overall uh, ranked prospect in the 2022 draft. He went 13th to the Chicago Blackhawks. Um, he has played center and right wing. I'm, I still see him as more projectable at center. Just an, an insanely good skating stride with probably the best hands in that draft. Um, he could stick handle in a phone booth, you know, pick and poke his way out of trouble easily. The amount of times that I've watched Nazar and he seemed like he was dispossessed of the puck and surrounded by three guys. And I look up from my stat sheet after, you know, jotting down a turnover and he still got the puck. And I'm like, well, and I have to, you know, rewind and rewatch that sequence. He's just outstandingly good at keeping possession of the puck, lifting sticks, you know, playing along the boards and doing great things. I've been really impressed with Nazar. Uh, he's been injured this year, so have, hasn't played all year for the University of Michigan, but he's on a great program as well, which should help. 
And we go to Colorado. For me, my favorite prospect on Colorado is uh, Oscar Olauson. Uh, he's a center. He's He was drafted 28th overall in 2021. I thought that was fairly low for a prospect of that level. I thought he could have gone higher. Um, but Sun for me is, you know, he just represents, um, you know, the, the combination of skating and stick handling um, that just works so well in transition. He's a great transition driver. He's got a lot of pace, a lot of purpose to his game. He plays inside contact really well. He creates turnovers regularly. Um, he's got a lot of very small elements to his game that are really projectable. And then we go to Columbus. Uh, the Blue Jackets have a lot of very good prospects, but my, fa- my favorite of their pool for me is, is definitely David Juracek, who they picked sixth overall in 2022. He's a right-handed defenseman, and he's just a monster. Um, you know, he's polished in his own zone. He's dependable on breakouts, but he's also got that real physical streak that you like to see from those big defensemen at 6'3", 200-inch pounds. Um, he's got a heavy slapper. He's got above-average smarts. Nothing really outstanding in that sense. Um, and that's why he was sort of, for me, he was just above Simon Nemitz because Nemitz has definitely the better smarts. But in that specific case, I saw above average smarts in Juracek on top of having just an insanely wide array of tools. Um, he's rangy, he's physical, big slapper, decent distribution. He just, you can do everything on top of having just a projectable frame and, and a lot of heaviness and physicality to, to his game. So we're going to go into the Dallas Stars and uh, heading forward into the NHL teams. We'll get right to it right after these messages. Do you like betting? BetOnline.net is your number one source for any wager that interests you. From the NFL to the NBA to the MLB and even NCAA football, UFC, golf, anything you like, they have you covered. You can find all the latest player developments, team matchups, news, podcasts, and in-depth analysis on every game on their website or app. They're, of course, a great source for all of your sports wagering information. With live betting, so you can keep up with the bets as they unfold. Uh, they've got up-to-the-minute scores for every sport out there. They're the fastest and easiest way to check in on all of your favorite games and events. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. Bet online, where the game starts. All right, so moving on to the Dallas Stars and their prospect pool. Now, this one was really tough. Uh, for me, it, it was very difficult to sort of um, break down who my favorite prospect is from that pool. Uh, they've got a lot of good guys, but for me, it was Logan Stankoven. Uh, I, I've opted for him just because I'm a massive fan of his game. For me, Logan Stankoven represents what I love about smaller forwards. First, he should absolutely have been a first rounder in 2021. Instead, he slipped all the way to 47th overall. I uh, had a discussion with Derek Newmeyer very recently on this podcast. Um, he came out to discuss some drafted prospects from the WHL, and Logan Stankoven came up. And we talked about him a lot. We're, we're both huge fans. Just an absolute bulldog of a forward with high-end skill on top of it. He's got a bullet of a wrister. Um, he's relentless on the forecheck, and he's scared of absolutely nothing. For me, this is a future top six NHLer. Uh, I, I have a lot of belief in Logan Sankovin's game and was astounded to see him sort of slide all the way down to uh, the 47th overall pick in the 2021 draft. Moving on to Detroit and their prospect pool, my favorite is Marco Casper. Casper, to me... At ninth overall, that was a bit high, but looking back, I just I see a lot of what Detroit sees in him. He's a big center. He's incredible along the boards. He's just he's so pro ready uh, already at such a young age, and he's still adding tools to his arsenal, getting better at playmaking, you know, improving his shot. Um, it's already a heavy shot. He's got great skill and pace to his game, which helps him sort of get to the dangerous areas and fire those shots. Um, but what I really like is on top of being good along the boards, his first touch and open ice is immaculate. It's just amazing. 
Um, his habits in general all over the ice are mature and projectable. That really helps him sort of um, streamline his offense and do things that don't just work right now in the SHL, but also work, you know, on smaller ice at the NHL level. Moving on to the Edmonton Oilers. For me, my favorite prospect from their pool is Xavier Bourgault, um, who went 22nd overall in 2021. He's a center. Um, he's been playing for uh, the Shawinigan Cataract. As of late, he has gone to the AHL. Um, he's just supremely skilled. I see a lot of sort of uh, stick handling skill, playmaking skill. He's got the ability to sort of play passes in any direction. He can play passes behind his back with sort of pinpoint accuracy. I think he needs to add a bit more pace and some board play to his game to really sort of be an NHL ready forward. Um, but he's young. He's got time to sort of develop those tools. Uh, for me, he's just a really, really good prospect. Moving on to the Florida Panthers. The Panthers, to me, have, have sort of a limited pool, but the one guy that I really like from their pool is Mackie Samuskevich. He went 24th overall uh, in the 2021 NHL draft. He's just a really, really great stick handler, a great playmaker, and he's you know probably one of the best prospects I've seen on the half wall on the power play. He mans that position extremely well, uh, does a great job of, of occupying that space on the power play. He's very sneaky and shifty, both with his path, passing and his shooting. He's constantly misdirecting, trying to send opponents the wrong way, which is a very pro- projectable element of his offense. Um, I could see him sort of succeeding really well at the NHL level, especially with the the skating and, and, and positioning that he has, especially in the offensive zone. It's been really impressive. Then we go to the Los Angeles Kings. My favorite prospect from their pool is Francesco Pinelli. This was another guy who was really high on in his draft year who went pretty low. He was in the top 10 of my draft in 2021. He went 42nd overall to the LA Kings. Um, he is just one of the smartest forwards outside of the NHL right now. I, I, I can't name you many prospects who understand the ice as well as he does outside of the NHL. Um, he manipulates opposing players and his teammates into doing what he wants them to do which is a telltale sign of, of high-end hockey sense. He's got a great shot. He's got great playmaking, uh, sort of that dual-threat offense that I like to see, especially in, in junior leagues. It's very promising to have both because if your playmaking doesn't have the translatable elements, the odds are that you can rely on your shooting uh, to drive offense at the next level. I think that's going to be the case for Pinelli. Moving on to the Minnesota Wild, my favorite prospect in their pool is Liam Ogren. Um, of, you know, from the 2022 NHL draft, he was their 19th overall pick. He's just an extremely projectable player. Um, he's just a surefire NHLer, in my opinion. He's constantly pushing the pace. He's constantly setting up his puck touches for his next move. He already knows, he's already figured out what he wants to do before he even receives the puck. So that when he does receive it, the puck doesn't stay on his stick very long. It's off his stick really quickly. Um, he plays at a high pace and has a lot of projectable elements in his um, puck carrying, the fact that he cuts across uh, the ice. There's a lot of good work in terms of, you know, eliminating the players from the play just with his positioning. Um, he finds open ice extremely well, and and he's just very projectable. Moving forward, we go to Montreal. Uh, the Canadians' best prospect in general, in my opinion, is Lane Hudson. Um, he's supremely skilled, supremely smart. I can't name him many defenders, especially in the NCAA, who have his level of skill and smarts. He can stick handle his way out of any problem. He plays line-breaking passes with regularity. Uh, his playmaking is one of his best elements. Yes, he's tiny. Yes, he's defensively limited, and, and he doesn't have the best pivots. But the skill and smarts with him, if that works out, you've got a top-pair defender on your hands, and he's just been very exciting. He's got 14 points in 12 games at this point in the NCAA. There's a lot to love about Lane Hudson. 
Moving on to the National Predators. My favorite prospect on the National Predators is Fyodor Svechkov, who was drafted 19th overall in the 2021 NHL draft. This is another prospect I was high on. I had him in, uh, you know, the top 15. I, I really believed in what he had to bring to the uh, NHL game. He was probably the best defensive forward in the 2021 class. Just very, very smart. He finds different ways to advance play. He always keeps his options open. Um, you know, he's comfortable re-evaluating his options once he gets in the offensive zone. And, you know, let's say he was set on a shot. If he sees a pass, he doesn't stick to his shot. He's able to readjust mid-move and sort of reevaluate his options. Um, the points haven't followed so far in, in Russia, and it's probably because of the lack of high-end skill. Yes, he has the smarts and defensive ability, but I don't think he has the best playmaking in isolation or the best shot in isolation. But he's a personal favorite of mine. I really like his game. Moving on to the New Jersey Devils. My favorite prospect on the New Jersey Devils is Simon Yemets. This was really tight between Yemets and uh, Luke Hughes, but I opted for Yemets just because I really like the intelligence that he brings to the game. He's probably the best transition defenseman in this class, not just in terms of choosing his options well in transition, but he's an incredibly fluid skater. He's really smart with the puck. He's got above average puck skills across the board from his playmaking to his stick handling to his shot, and he's good defensively. I don't think it was second overall worthy, um, you know, especially in 2022, but he, he's a personal favorite of mine. I would have taken him probably in the top five um, or definitely considered him in the top five. Now, moving on to the New York Islanders. I debated on Atu Ratu, but for me, my favorite prospect on the Islanders is Isaiah George, their 98th overall pick in the 2022 draft. He's an extremely fluid skater. He's a great defender in almost every scenario. He's limited skill-wise, and that sort of limits his point production, but he could definitely add some offensive tools pretty easily with just a bit of experimentation and some trust from uh, his coaching staff in terms of playing him on the power play, you know, giving him the green light to activate offensively in the in the offensive zone. You know, that kind of stuff could really go a long way in developing some good skills um, for Isaiah George. Moving on to the New York Rangers. My favorite prospect on the Rangers is Brennan Offman, their 16th overall pick from 2021. He has a, an absolutely deadly shot, and, and that's sort of noticeable in, in every game that he plays, both on the international stage or uh, in the OHL. It's just a very, very predictable shot that he has. He just has so many ways to score as well, so he's been really impressive. Moving on to the Ottawa Senators. My favorite prospect on the Sens is Ridley Gregg. Um, he's split time between center and left wing so far, and uh, he's been playing in the AHL. He was their 20th, uh, 28th overall pick in the 2020 draft. Um, just a relentless four-checker, a really smart defensive player. He can chip in offensively as well. He's sort of a wrecking ball type of player. So I, I really like that kind of style. Um, so he's been pretty impressive for me. Then we've got the Philadelphia Flyers, kind of slim pickings on their side other than Carter Goche in terms of skill. But my favorite prospect in their pool um, would have definitely have to be Emil Andre, uh, who was the 54th overall pick in 2020. He's just a, he's a small offensive leaning left-handed defenseman. Um, he's got great vision, great skating. He opens shooting lanes for himself really well from the blue line. He walks the blue line pretty well. He's deceptive and manipulative. The only thing that's lacking from his game is physicality and defensive upside, but he, I think he, he has his eyes set on the NHL um, with the amount of offense that he can bring you know, to any team. Uh, he's doing pretty good right now in, the, in Sweden, so just a really impressive player overall. So we'll continue with the Pittsburgh Pen Penguins all the way down to the Winnipeg Jets right after these messages.
All right. So for our final stretch of players, I'm going to start with the Pittsburgh Penguins. Uh, my favorite prospect in their pool would have to be Zam Plant. Um, for me, this is a prospect who just he's grown on me a lot since his draft year. He was drafted 150th overall in 2022. And since then, he's grown a lot on me. He's been playing with the Chicago Steel. He's just a little rover with a lot of creativity, a lot of smarts to his game. Yes, he needs some work, but he's got a lot of solid foundations to work with in his game um, in terms of intelligence and intensity and, and you know, decent skating stride. A lot of his game is improvable, but the foundations of, of smarts and intensity are definitely there. Moving on, we've got the San Jose Sharks. My favorite prospect in their pool is the um, is the 56th overall pick that they selected in 2020, and that's Tristan Robbins. He was a first-rounder in my eyes even back then. Um, just deadly offensively. He's got a great shot. He's got a lot of pace to his game. He's really hard to contain, especially with the puck, and he's pretty decent along the boards on top of all that. So I've always been pretty impressed with his game, and seeing him in the AHL this year, he, he's been really impressive. Moving on to the Seattle Kraken, my favorite prospect in their system would have to be uh, Jagger Furcus. For me, Furcus, he's just he was the best goal scorer in the 2022 draft. He's insanely smart. He's inside driven. Um, lots of skill and pace to complement that skills that skill set that he has. Um, everything sort of works really well in his game. Yes, he's 5'10", 150-ish pounds. He's not the biggest or the fr- or, or the strongest, but. I just really can't believe he slipped outside of the first round in 2022. Um, so that's a player that I, I, that's a prospect that I really value on the Seattle Kraken. Moving on to the St. Louis Blues, my favorite prospect in their system would have to be Zachary Bolzik. Um, Bolzik, basically anything in front of him, Bolzik can do without a problem. Um, he can deke through defenders, he can beat netminders clean. Um, you know, he can create a lot of clean zone entries by keeping the play ahead of him. He really needs to get better with his back turn to the play, though. So when he's playing along the boards, uh, when he's got, you know, pressure, you know, on his back and, and sort of digging out pucks in, in the corners, that kind of stuff, he can kind of just sort of resort to, to blind passes instead of sort of advancing play in a projectable way. So that's one player that, that you know, he has some improvements required, but if it works out, he's really, really good. But we got to Tampa Bay. It's pretty slim pickings in Tampa. Uh, but my favorite prospect in their system has to be Dylan Duke, 126 overall pick in 2021. Um, I really, I'm really not impressed at all with his skating. But other than that, man, he's got an outstanding shot. Uh, really smart offensive zone positioning. He battles in front of the net really well. There's a lot of small elements to his game that are really projectable um, outside of his skating. So if the skating can be worked out and you can improve in that sense, uh, you've got a really, really good prospect. Then we go to the Toronto Maple Leafs. My favorite prospect in their system has to be Nick Moldenhauer. And this is just a, you know, a personal favorite for me. You can't not root for Nick Moldenhauer. He's had near deadly injuries and illnesses and he's still kicking and doing pretty well right now for the Chicago steel. He does everything he does really fluidly. He chains together all his plays from deeks to passes uh, to shots really intelligently. He's equal parts, a good shooter and a passer. Um, I, I really like his profile and I'm just rooting for him as a person. You know, he's gone through a lot. Moving on to the Vancouver Canucks, my favorite prospect in their system has to be Connor Lockhart. Um, again, there's not much to choose from. I'm, I'm not really a big fan of Yonatan Nekerimaki, who was their first pick, uh, their first round pick in this last draft. But Lockhart, who they picked 178th in 2021, um, he's got to be up there in terms of my favorite prospects in, in the CHL. Um, he, he's leading his team right now in points. He's almost in, in the lead of, of the OHL in terms of points overall. Um, just 
really sort of deceptive and sneaky. He's got a lot of smarts in his game. Not really sold on his skating or his stick handling. I don't think he's the best transition player, but he's got some really strong elements in his game that can be brought out further with uh, more strength, you know, getting better at retaining pucks um, and, and just improving his skating stride. Let me go to the Vegas Golden Knights. My favorite prospect in their system is Matias Sapovalov. Uh, he was the 48th overall pick in 2022. I had him higher than that. He's just so damn smart. Just a pure playmaker. We can find, you know, seven different ways to, to hit a player cross-ice with a pass. Uh, he dictates the pace of play. He likes to slow down the play and shield the puck. And, and that helps him, you know, create offense. He needs some mechanical polishing. I don't think his shot is the most uh, mechanically sound. I don't think, you know, his stick handling either is, is the most sound. But he's just his intelligence and his understanding of lanes... Uh, in the offensive zone is just tremendous. Then we got the Washington Capitals. For me, my favorite prospect in their system has to be Hendrik Lapierre. Um, Lapierre, for me, you know, first he was drafted 22nd in 2020. He slipped because of, I believe, a concussion. Um, you know, he's just electric with the puck. Uh, he loves to push the pace of play. He loves to drive transition play positively um, and, and, and sort of, you know, skate the puck up the ice in possession, make plays at high speeds. He's an outstanding the playmaker and an outstanding stick handler on top of that. And he went through a lot to be where he is right now. He's playing in the AHL. I think he's got six points in 10 games. Um, I'm definitely rooting for Hendrik Sapiar. And finally, my uh, favorite prospect from the Winnipeg Jets is Dmitry Roshevsky. Uh, they're 146 overall pick in the 2021 NHL draft. Now I've been on Roshevsky's case uh, ever since I first saw him in like late 2019, he was one of the first players that really sort of convinced me that I should get into scouting and, and make this a thing. Um, he's got an outstanding dual threat offense to his game. He's an outstanding shooter, an outstanding playmaker. He went under the radar. He was, he was playing with for, um, for a really poor team in Russia, in the MHL. And since getting to the KHL, he set, you know, modern day records for, you know, points per game as an under 21 player, as a 20, 21 year old, you know, he's been doing great stuff in the KHL. He's at 22 years old right now. He was drafted as twice over age in 2021. So he's getting up there in terms of age. But I think when he gets to North America, he's going to be a very, very interesting player to follow. Um, you know, he could he could end up being one of those top six forwards who, who comes out of nowhere in Russia and, and does a great job. So that's one guy I'm really looking for. But that's it for my favorite player from each of the 32 NHL teams. Now, I did want to answer a couple questions from uh, some listeners uh, sent in on Twitter uh, just to make the show a bit more interactive. First and foremost, I wanted to answer a question by Casey Lee, who asked me, who was my favorite prospect to scout uh, all time? Now, this is a very tough question because there's a lot that I really enjoyed. But the two that I enjoyed the most, I would say, would have to be William Eklund uh, of the San Jose Sharks. He's an insanely good playmaker, an insanely good stick handler, um, you know, very aware, very smart. I love those types of guys who just understand the ice really well. So Eklund is up there, and Frank Nazar is, is kind of built in the same cloth, a cloth as Eklund. Um, just the type of prospect that you can't watch without enjoying. Um, just a very enjoyable prospect. This year, in 2023, I'd say Andrew Crystal is the most fun to watch so far this year. He's just got, he's just so enjoyable. I mean, great stick handling, great shot, uh, so dynamic, so energetic, uh, pushes the pace, but knows how to slow it down as well. Um, those are the three players I've named so far. And I'll end it with a question from a Habs fan uh, in my mentions called Zachary Leroux. 
um, on Twitter. He asked me, what was what was your initial thoughts on the Kirby Doc trade and what do you think his ceiling is right now? So I was kind of perplexed by the Kirby, Kirby Doc trade. It was kind of tough to really appreciate it um, in the moment because I, you know, Kirby Doc was heading out of a poor season where he had a lot of trouble sort of building up his physical game and using his, his strength to his leverage. Um and the 13th overall pick ended up being Frank Nazar, who was my second overall pick in the draft. So it was pretty tough in the moment. It was a hard pill to swallow. But looking back, I'm pretty sure the Habs would have gone for Noah Östlund uh, or uh, Jonathan Nekerimaki back then. Uh, those were the two players that were kind of high on in the draft. So they were probably their picks at 13. Um, you know, so I'm pretty content with the, with the draft, you know, in hindsight, especially given the start of the season that he's had. I think his ceiling is still as sort of a second line center who's, who can do a bit of everything, uh, chip in on the power play and, and you know, regularly set up the, the wingers that are put with him that are more complimentary, more sort of drive to the net and score type of wingers. You can compliment those guys really well and get him the puck in dangerous areas. Um, so those are my thoughts on uh, Kirby Doc. That'll be it for today's episode. Thank you so much for uh, listening or watching. If you're watching on YouTube, make sure to like and subscribe um, and to follow along on your favorite podcasting platforms if you're listening to this and make us your first listen of the day. Um, make this a regular practice. It's always much appreciated. For your second listen of the day, make sure to check out uh, Locked On Sports today. They're a great show to keep up with, you know, all the scores of the day. Uh, for your all of your different leagues, um, you know, all of your favorites overall. They're just a great show in general to follow along and, and be sort of the most aware person at uh, the water cooler moments that you have at work. Um, so, again, this has been Locked On NHL Prospects with Hadi Kalakesh. Thank you very much for tuning in, and uh, we'll be seeing you next time.